Hello and welcome to Money Mondays with Artist Keith, the podcast. The reason why I say the podcast is because we've been live streaming Money Mondays through Facebook for about a year and a half. Now we have a podcast available through Podbean. I'm your host, Artist Keith. And if this is your first time listening to a Money Mondays episode, you're in for a treat. We talk about all personal money-related matters. We talk about investing, we talk about stocks, we talk about calculating dividend yields, we talk about things as small as practices for saving money, we talk about things as broad and as impactful as wills and trusts, we talk about really how to save your money and utilize it the best, improving your credit. All of these things fall under personal money matters, and that's what Money Mondays is here to help you with. Take any intimidating thing and we'll talk about it and put it in its simplest terms so you can be empowered. All right. We look forward to you following us throughout the life of Money Mondays. Hey, how you doing? We're here for our fourth. No, this is our seventh episode of Money Mondays. And of course, it's a live stream, so we can't take back any mistakes. But I have Delitra Hudson here. And she has been beautiful enough to come and have a discussion with me about some of the financial topics that she discusses. So I consider her a money coach, a financial coach, as well as an award-winning author. So um, she's an old friend of mine. We used to work together, and she's been in the financial space from the finance, accounting side, auditing side. I mean, across the board, she is a wealth of knowledge. And... um, it's just a, a good, comprehensive person to know. So if you don't know Delitra Hudson, you need to follow her on Instagram at Delitra One, and then follow her on Facebook at Delitra Hudson. Right. Yeah. If I go go to her page, I'm Delitra, Hudson. Delitra Hudson. So as you already know, we like to have these conversations. I know some people say, "Oh, you know, let the people talk," but we're friends. We're having a conversation right. about money, about wealth, about investments. We we might talk about health. We might talk about anything. But again, we want to make sure that opportunities for general discussions happen in our community. So the whole Money Mondays idea is just an opportunity for people who may see one topic that they don't have anybody to talk to about. And, you know, we might bring somebody that you might be interested in talking to them about that particular topic. And then you reach out to us at moneymondays at artistkeith.com and we connect you with that person. So with that said, Delitra, tell us. Real quick, in a nutshell, what type of services do you provide? And then we'll just get into our conversation. Awesome. Well, thank you for having me. Of course. It's fun to be here. I love doing these types of things. I love reaching out to the community. So I am Delitra Hudson. That's right. And the financial educator is what I like to go by because okay. sometimes you just don't know what, what I do if I tell you the name of my company. So okay. my company is Delitra Hudson LLC. And I am a financial coaching and consulting firm. So I work with small businesses and municipalities to help them with their money management skills. That's pretty the simplest way to go about it. Um, And in the interim of doing all of that, I write books. I write children's books because I am definitely a... Three books? Three books? I have three books. Look, I said three, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) I have three books. And... Um, two of my children's books okay. because I am definitely an advocate for youth financial literacy. We've got to teach our young people about financial literacy early on. And then I have one best-selling book collaboration with nine other women called Hashtag Boss Moms. And Hashtag Boss Moms was really written 
as a vision of mine where I wanted to help empower women to start just living out loud, following their dreams, whatever their dream is, however you, however it came about in your life, just start doing it. Do something to get started. So I reached out to nine other women who are bosses in their industry, whether okay. it's a uh, uh, knowing that your birthright is being a boss, knowing okay. that I'm a money boss in the book, so you couldn't have the book money boss okay. without me being a money boss. Then we have a mom boss because she is a mom who works with young entrepreneurs, and she's a boss. I think so I know have, her. I think so I know yeah, her. <laughs> so we got a, an array of people who were able to jump in and give us their input and their information and their vision. None and the fellas, though, we can't. No, we, we'll catch y'all next time. Catch us next, next time. <laughs> Brothers but, get left but look, back. Let me tell you, get the book for okay. that special woman okay. in your life, whether it's mom, sister, daughter, niece, whoever, just to give them. Um, some encouragement. I give them the name of the book one more time. Hashtag Boss Moms. Okay. And you can find it on Amazon. You can connect with me and get it. Um, connect with any other uh, co-authors. Mm -hmm. They all have the books. Um, we're having another book signing on July um, Thursday, July 19th from okay. 6 to 8 at the Starbucks on West Florida. So you get to come out there and meet some of the co-authors. I'll That's be there cool. with a few other ones. Alright, so you know, we always want to give people some nuggets quickly about something investment related finance related but you you said something that i really wanted to just briefly have you address and that is educating youth about financing uh yeah. finances uh budgeting investing if you were to approach a youth about this topic how would you approach what, what are some what are some best practices you think people should use to talk to their children about budgeting and investing because you know, kids want everything. They don't. We just right. talked. We just had a conversation before we right. started filming right. about kids wanting everything, but not really understanding the value of money. Like they don't have car notes, they don't have house notes, right. so they just think they they make money and it's their money, and they want to do whatever they want with it. What what's your uh, strategy of engaging youth to help them understand the real impact um, that money has? My strategy <laughs> is first us as the adults okay we are the example that they see so we have to one recognize that the young people are watching us so if we are flamboyant um we like to be we like to spend our money we like to go out all the time that's what the kids see as a that's lifestyle and an example so if we want to better engage a a, a better relationship with children then we have to be an example that the children see. Okay. And one of the things that I do, because I, I, I go out and I talk to a lot of children organizations, um, and I love connecting with young people. Okay. So I really start to teach the young people different ways that they can learn how to earn their own money. There's two ways that I teach them. You're either going to be an employee or an employer, and that's the basis of the conversation, okay. and we go from there. Um, but knowing how to, once you learn how to earn money, what do you do with the money? Exactly. What do you do when you get your allowance? It's, if some people still give allowances, I don't know. I I do. My kids have to earn Hold on. money. What is an allowance? Look, I mean, my kids. Help me understand. What's an allowance? An allowance is. That's like vacation. I mean, I don't even know what, what, what is vacation. I don't an know. An allowance what is what do you do? So you have to do something to earn something. So that's a job. So that's a job. <laughs> that's a right. job. So now you're an employee. Your kids become right. your employees. Right. Right. So they have to learn how to, am I going to be an employee in this venture? Or am I going to take this task that mom or dad has assigned me? 
such as cut my grass. And am I going to make a business of it and go and cut my neighbor's grass, the my auntie's grass? What am I going to do? So that is the mindset that I start working with young people on. And then once you get that, once you get that money, what are you going to do with it? We talk about how you keep it. That's I call it the EKG of money, the earn, keep, and grow of money. So once you get it and you keep that money, that's called saving. Then when you grow it, then how do you multiply that money into different things? It's what, so hard to save, even for adults and kids. So what Like what? What do you do? Like, like, so if you were trying to get a kid or an adult to get in the habit of saving, mm-hmm. what what do you talk to them about? Systems. Like, system, okay. You got to create a system and be intentional, conscious, relationship. These are words that I use all the time when talking about money. You got to have a relationship with your money. You have to be conscious about what you're doing with your money and you have to be t- intentional. That's called being a good steward. So a good plan. A good, a good plan. A good plan would be you get it and you know before you get it what you're doing with it. That's the plan. So being able to earn your money, even with kids, when we're talking about kids. Okay, if I gave you $5 tomorrow, what would you do with that $5? Their first thought is, I'm going to go to the mall. I'm going to go to the store or something like that. No, you sit down and you make them think about it. And that's how you help them structure better money habits. Well, in 2018, it's so true because you still have adults that don't have an expense budget for their monthly um, financial situation. Absolutely. So they, they have a check here or some income coming in here and they have expenses here and they don't match up because they actually have never written down an expense, you know, sheet. Hey, you know, these are my utilities, these are my credit card bills, these are exp- and if you don't do right. that, you're always going to have situations where you need a rainy day fund. Well, you know, and, and you just said something that is is so true and that's a good testimonial that i always get from the parents who read my children's books okay because the children's books are written in their simplest form so when the parents come back and say oh i learned something from reading that book because it's written in the simplest form it's the same principle but it's written for a child to understand so when it's written for the children to understand the parents are getting it too so we talk about budgeting and we talk about being able to one of the things that i like to teach um in my adult workshops is there is five ways to improve your financial position. Okay. One starts with the mindset. You okay. got to get it up here. You got to right. think about it. You got to cultivate that relationship. The second thing is you got to track it. So we go through a 30-day tracking exercise. What am I really doing with my money? So write am, I, am I right? Like, That's what you got to write it down. You I got a form. It. I got a form. You write down how much income you get. You write down how much your expenses are, what you're spending your money on. Because sometimes we don't know, but you have to be intentional. It's got to be that intentional act. Because I don't believe that I can throw a budget at someone without them really being aware of what it is that they're doing with their money. It just seems backwards to well, me. And people don't even think about it until somebody tells them. For instance, people say, okay, well, these are my utility bills. These are my other outstanding bills. And then they don't count the day-to-day food expenses. That right. could easily add up to $100, $200 a week. Lunch and every try- day a week, every day in the week. You know, that's that adds up. Yeah. $10, $15 a day times five. It's huge. So essentially, how an adult should plan their structure for their budget is the same way a child should. Absolutely. And so that's really there's really no difference in that in the sense that, hey, look, once you get an understanding of what your expenses are and how you decide to manage the money that you earn and in regards to those expenses, then, you know, you, you, you're you starting. So you said right. 
mindset change first, then mm -hmm. you start tracking, or what's the other three? Then you can start budgeting. Budgeting, okay. And automating. automating. Oh, this is one thing, this is one thing that we just underestimate. When we learn to automate our money, we will find that we have more money. Okay. So when we say automate, what, what are we saying? Automatically going into this bank account or this? You want to automate how you're getting your money. Okay. That's your income. Okay. So it's going to be direct deposit or automatically divvied okay. up into your different accounts. Okay. In your automation process, not only are you getting your income for you to spend, but you're starting your savings. Okay. So I'm going to automate of this money. I want $50 here, $20 here, whatever it is. What It doesn't matter how much it is. It just matters that you're doing it. Okay. So I don't want people to, to hear savings and get overwhelmed and think, I don't have money to save. We all have money to save because you got you, money to spend. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Whether you stop getting that coffee today or whether today you sacrifice in the lunch, that's $10. That's so when you put that aside into your savings account, that's a start. So just start. That's what I encourage people to do. Just start. So automating your income and then you automate your bills. Okay. So set up payment plans. When you find that you pay your bills on time, there's no late fees, there's no penalties. So where's that money going? It's opposed to going to a debtor, it goes into your pocket. Right. So when we automate systems, we have a better, um, better control over our money, and then we learn that we have more money. And they have tools, actually, if you have bank accounts, and we had um, Byron Price on who was talking about banking relationships. Yeah, I love and Byron. Making sure, Byron's yeah. a great dude. Yeah. Making sure that you get the most benefit out of these banking relationships, you need to consider a banking relationship that allows you to see a dashboard of what you're spending and what you're bringing in and how you're able to manage it because you can automate yeah. some recurring payments. And so something as little as a credit card bill, yep. if you're paying it weekly, then those, the total accruing interest rates mm -hmm. are going to be a little bit lower. Yes. So, you you know, you might benefit from a few dollars here and there, yeah. but it's benefit. Absolutely. It's saving you money. It's your yeah. money. It's, it's adding up. That's it's right. adding up. And it's the little things. It's just the little steps that we can take. Um, I, I offer people who don't know me, um, even if you know me, but we haven't worked together, I offer everybody a complimentary session okay. where we sit down and talk about things. And I, I pretty much guarantee you, during our conversation, I am going to tell you some way to put money back in your pocket for free. That's right. Because that is just how easy it is to do to just start cutting back on little things. I hope that the, the viewers now have just caught on to something that they can do <laughs> right. to, to start putting some money back in their pocket because... Um, the simplest thing is automation. Will you will certainly start to see some reoccurring money saved over a month's time. So we've talked about mindset. We've talked about tracking. budget, tracking, automation, and then the last thing is just simply start doing it. Start doing it. Just start doing it. Start tra transforming that lifestyle, and it may seem difficult. It's like a diet. Okay, so let's talk about a money diet compared to a food <laughs> okay. diet. Okay, I like okay. that. I like so that. Let's talk about a money diet. We talk about when you start to diet, and I am not a dieter, but we understand portion control. We understand watching what we're supposed to eat. The same thing applies to your money. Understand portion control. Understand watching what you're spending it on. Watch, watch your intake. So those things can be implemented to your money diet. That's a book. That's, that's a book. That's my next book. That's a book. Thanks, money diet. <laughs> money, money diet. <laughs> Look out for it. <laughs> That's I like soon. that. I like that. So what's what's interesting to me in all that you said mm -hmm. is that 
we talk about savings, and we always seem to say that people need to be a little bit more financially uh, savvy, a little bit more astute with what they're doing. But we say save, save, save. And then the question becomes, especially for this younger kind of millennial generation, mm-hmm. what are we saving for? Like, you know, because some people don't believe that they'll, they'll actually need to use this money at some point. For instance, mm-hmm. the kids I volunteer with, I always use an example to say, you know, I'm, I'm 43 now. Mm-hmm. And I tell them, <clears throat> I was just 21 two weeks ago. Right. Meaning that how fast life moves. Right. If you're not setting aside a portion of money every week, every day, every year to plan for, you know, incidentals, things that will come up, mm-hmm. then you're putting yourself at a disadvantage because right. what happens is there's a value to every dollar that you might have to borrow, be it from a bank or right. from a person, and you don't want to put yourself in a position where they're charging you a ridiculous amount for the dollar you have to borrow when you could have just planned to save the cash you right. use. So can you speak about the value of being able to save? Like, I mean, because we talk save, but, you know, when you start talking about a house, you just talked about a property you saw. Mm-hmm. You're mm-hmm. saving, mm-hmm. you know, when you, uh, if you give an example to like you using your own capital versus you having to borrow from a bank, right. you give a dynamic of, of what this interest rate will, would be right. versus you using your own money. Or, or reduction of payments just by having something set aside to contribute to my overall goal. Exactly. And and why save? Because we, we all have goals and dreams. Right. So in order to achieve some of those things, we got to have some skin in the game. And our skin in the game may just come from our pocket. So being able to to save um, helps us achieve some of our overall goals. And that's for kids. If you want to really break it down for kids to understand, I don't know if this is a dream of some kids, but some kids just might want to have a bike. They might just want to have a bike. So being able to save and do little things and start sticking that money aside. You know, my kids, my, we were talking about my kids before we got started. My, Keith has seen my kids go from infancy wow. to uh, young adults. years old, you know? in college, wow. So my kids will step over a penny on the street. You, but we got to change that mindset. Right. I don't know where kids get that from. It's like coins don't count. It's an but we have thing. to. We, we, we won't even talk the, about that. I know it, it really is, and it, I think we play part of that responsibility no no as doubt. adults no that doubt. that the value have been so devalued yeah. on the dollar. And it's the culture in this country that there's like there's some things that we feel like we're above doing. Yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah, you know? absolutely, absolutely. So uh, I like to get kids back. Um, into the coins so i have a couple of money saving challenges that i do and 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 for the viewers so you can take a um a two liter soda bottle um a juice jug a milk jug anything any container and just start throwing coins in it so you got one that's for dimes one is for quarters so when you pick them up now you know what you're going to do with those things and then you after they fill up to a certain Level. If you fill up a two-liter soda bottle with dimes, you got over almost five hundred dollars in that two-liter soda bottle just from dimes. So things like that start to accumulate. So when you can't see it for the value that it is at the time, then it may you may see a greater value down the road um, once it starts to accumulate. So that goes for all of our savings. So why save? Because we all have goals and dreams. There's something that we want. There's something that we're striving for. Even if we can't see it right now, it's the earlier we plan for it, the better uh, we will be prepared to 
get it at a point that we want to get it without having to be indebted to anybody else to really achieve those you things. You just made me to, to jump back real quick, and it's not it's kind of off topic, but mm-hmm. some little kids, I got a bunch of little kids in my neighborhood. They like to climb a tree in my yard. They ride through. They, so I had to have a talk with them the other day, but mm-hmm. I was coming home the other day and saw five kids riding their bikes. We're talking about six, seven, eight, nine, and one kid running behind them. Mm-hmm. No belt on, holding his pants up, running. I said, man, where your bike? You know, I was joking with you. I got to uh-huh. try to be friendly with these kids. He's like, I don't have a bike. I'm like, man, you got to get your bike. You can't be running with the kids. Man. <laughs> but to your point yeah. is that if somebody identifies or plants a seed better into a kid to say, look, you know, you got these lawns around here. There's ways right. for you to generate money. Now that you generate money, save money so you can have this bike. Because you, right. you may not be able to depend on your parents. To right. buy you a bike, you know, and, and that's just that's just something that popped in my head. But to your other point about saving coins, they have apps out mm-hmm. now that allow you to use debit cards and whatever, um, you know, if whatever is broken within that dollar, you can take that change and put it toward an investment. Yeah. And so the same concept, mm-hmm. just in a digital environment or a mm-hmm. mobile app, is mm-hmm. what you're saying. Hey, whatever coins are left over, put them there. Whatever coins are left over, you put them in an account. And actually, a couple of the uh, mobile apps take the change and invest it into some mutual funds that awesome. they have. So, I'm I mean, it's, yeah, that. yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'll give you the names once we get off yeah. of here. But um, I just think it's tremendous. So, what are you somebody that believes that people should have cash in hand or people should use debit cards? Because... When people start talking about managing money and budgeting, sometimes people have a, a, a realer experience when they actually use cash Correct. versus debit. Do you talk about anything like that? Or is it just something? Um, you- uh, to, to address it, I don't talk about it mm-hmm. a lot, but uh, the, the realistic view is that until you gain self-control, because, you know, we even me. I don't trust myself sometimes. So hey, we, we all have a we weakness. We understand. You know, we all have a That's weakness. That's why you have automation. That's, <laughs> that's right. That's right. So if we know that we are in a learning phase, mm-hmm. I would not trust myself to continue to rely on my plastic to, to gain some self-control. That makes sense. So get that control by having the money in hand, but you got to learn the control because you can have it and then it's gone and you don't know what you've done with it. Paying $200 on a debit card feels feels very different than paying $200 Absolutely. cash for something. Absolutely. You know, so. so, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a big difference. So, I would, I would say that if you had that, if you're really trying to do this thing and you really want to gain some control and be responsible, then the best way to gain that control is to be have that tangible dollar in okay. hand. Okay. So, and if and if you all have any questions, let us know. Uh, we we'll definitely can't address. See that. Do I have to put my? No, nah, I'll, I'll I'll look it up for all you. Right. <laughs> you got to put my glasses on. Oh. Okay. We got a question. JP's in the house. <laughs> hey, JP. <laughs> I want to ask you. You go back over really quick what you said about the bottles with the dimes and the quarters and all of that? Like, could you go over that really quick? Sure. Um, I, it's called a savings challenge. And I start this savings challenge um, with youth organizations. That typically, this is one of the things that if I come to you, we are going to talk about is how to save. So I, you can take a two-liter soda bottle, um, a milk jug, an empty juice jug. Make sure they're empty <laughs> and clean. 
Um, and some organizations, I've even done a, a like a 16 ounce water bottle just to get them started. Um, and just fill it with, with the two liter soda bottles or the water bottles, dimes will fit in the, the top without problems. And if they don't fit, then cut the top. Yeah, uh, cut the top or slice the side of it, but just fill it up. And with the two liter soda bottles, if you fill it with dimes, um, when it's full, you have close to five hundred dollars. Mm. So those are some of the things that I use with young people to engage them in in saving coins. I do it with my family as our vacation savings. So we were just sharing. We're getting ready to go on vacation. So. I didn't even think about going and touching my coins because they're not where they where I want them to be. Right. But next year, if we keep throwing in there, then we can cash that, that in. Vacation. That's extra, extra vacation, vacation money. money. So when you you are, you have greater success with saving when you have an end goal in mind. What are you saving for? You ask the question. What are you saving for? So set a goal and then, okay. then work towards it. Okay. So back to that mindset. Back mm-hmm. to the planning. That all works together. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I mean. That's that's the, that's the best way to approach it. Is is first awareness. And then a plan, yep. you know, change your mindset. So as people are starting to do savings, and people may have um, specific goals, but as they start to save, do you have any any ideas or suggestions for them regarding investing? I do. Okay. Um, the, the best thing is I would recommend having a savings plan first. Okay. Get your savings plan in order because when you can start your savings plan, then we can start talking about investing. Okay. It's difficult to, to get people. Some people like to just jump right into, I want to invest. Well, what do you have to invest? Right. Nothing yet. Right. Well, you got to have something to start your investment plan. Um, we can have an idea as to what we want to invest in, but it takes something to get it started. Um, my, my advice on that is get started with savings and then invest in what you like. Don't invest in the going trend. Don't throw all your eggs in one basket. Um, Some people are intimidated by the stock market. So there are are more gentler things to invest in. Um, There are mutual funds that are are more diverse. And, uh, you know, we can have a whole nother conversation about investment because it is a large topic. Um, And and there are people that do a much better job at investing than I am um, because my expert is in financial management right. so I can get you started and then I'm gonna say okay let me send you over to this person because this person is what this is what they do and we got they, a couple more people coming on in a few weeks we've had some people in the past we got a couple more people over probably in the next four to five weeks that'll come on back to back who are with um, investment firms absolutely yeah, investment and banking. and that's and see and that's the great thing because when people um, meet people who are in the financial industry they think that we do everything and we well, you do kind of do everything. You just don't. You don't. You do it all. You just don't necessarily do it as a service. Yeah, that's right. That's what I. I know a lot about the financial industry, but I know what my lane is. That's right. And this is where I want to be the expert. Gotcha. Um, and where I what, what with the financial management, you can't do anything. You can't talk to a planner. You can't talk to an investment professional. You can't go and invest in real estate. You can't do those things until you learn how to manage the money that you have. You have to understand what you have going in and what you have going out just to live. And that that basic foundation is where I help get you started. That's important. And and again, those those are things that keep generations of people impoverished. Yeah. You know, keep oh, generations of people. Absolutely. Um, you know, and, I, and not not to knock any person or any 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 group, 
But you know, when you start talking about title loans or um, you know yeah. these you know, people that that Look, actually my heart just then right, right, oh, right. you know people who see an opportunity to take advantage of different types of targeted audiences, different communities, mm -hmm. because they see that they're desperate for cash. Right. There's a desperate situation here, and they can make capital available for them, but they give these ridiculous rates to pay it back, right. and you're indebted for life. You know, it's almost like, um, you know, servitude, because yeah. you're working, and every dime you get, you got an interest rate that's 60%. What can you do with that? Right. I mean, that, that type of usury, that type of, of violation of somebody is, is crazy. So one of the biggest values of the saving, in addition to all that, that you've noted, is that now you have the opportunity not to be victimized. Right. You know, less of an opportunity to be victimized by these organizations that are out here that are waiting to catch you desperate. And that, when we know better, we do better. Right. You know, and what we're doing, I just love doing this. I, I You know, this, I have 25 years into the financial industry and and talking about money and I've always had a fascination with money um, and this is what I love to do helping people become empowered just by increasing their financial knowledge so when we increase your financial knowledge we help transform your financial position and we and transform your life and transform yeah, your yeah, life yeah. change your lifestyle and help you start to change the lifestyle for those that legacy that you leave right. um, we talk about legacy what is a legacy a legacy is what what we want people to remember from us and remember about us right. and being able to set up a financial legacy is is something that we can help um, build more financial stability for our children our children's children right. and their children so we want to start creating that because our com culture we are the last ones to even think about that mm. We live so paycheck to paycheck. We're not creating build uh, businesses that are sustaining generations, right. and we have to do more of that. We have to learn that. Um, I, I went and I'm, I'm tangential hey, sometimes, you did, you did. but um, my daughters and I went to a beauty supply place. We walk in the store, and they have beauty supplies in the front, and in the back is a, a salon. I was like, we need to do this. You know? <laughs> Not only are you going to buy your beauty supplies there, but you're going to go to the back of their shop and get your hair done. Why wouldn't you? Why, why can't you, we do if that? You're every week somewhere, spending money out of your pocket, why wouldn't either, either you invest in doing it or actually completely do it on your own. You know what I mean? It's, at some point, we have to invest in, in ourselves. That's going to be my next business venture. Stay tuned. Okay. You got any more questions, <laughs> JT? Let me see, let me see if we got any <laughs> other questions here. Let's... Savings first. Okay. So we got April Griffin, Carmen Jefferson. A lot hey, of these Carmen. people know you. Uh, yep. Darrell, Nina. Uh-oh. Good points. Good things to think about. Okay. Well... And we want people to be able to share that type of stuff with friends, you know, because some things are some things are that 30,000 foot view. Yeah. Some things are more granular, more detail. And and we need it all. He's like the, you people. You can't know everything, but you have to spend your life trying to, to learn as much as you can, because right. there's so many things that will impact your money. Right. You know, how do I choose a good accountant? Uh, well, what should I do when it comes to um, uh, using a, a particular credit card versus a line of credit? 
you know, if you can't do the math, sometimes you're at a disadvantage. Right. If you don't understand that you need to do the math, you're at a huge disadvantage. Absolutely. You know, and so all of these things help everybody. I love, I love talking to financial professionals because it always reminds me of things or I learn something new because there's so much to know. And if you have a career doing something else, you can't, you can't expect to know all this stuff. Right. And so when it comes to personal budgeting, personal finances, municipal budgeting, municipal finance, the right. things that the spaces that you're in, people need it. You know, I, I joke about this a lot, but I also make a lot of serious points about it that we have a lot of government systems in the St. Louis region. I know it's gonna be some people mad at me, I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> but a lot of people are elected from popularity and not for capacity and ability. Yeah. So if they don't have a history of managing government, they don't have a history of managing business, they don't have a finance background they don't have the capacity to do the job effectively. Right. People say, well, I can hire somebody. Yeah, you can hire somebody, but then you're responsible for what they do. So how do you check behind them? Right. Yeah, you don't, you're not expected to know everything, but you need to have experience doing these things and not just be the most popular person Absolutely. for the job. And so all of these things are tremendous. And I think one of the, the most tremendous things is the, the main thing you started off with, with is being able to pass this down generation after generation because... Um, the way we value money right now is an easy come, easy go. Mm -hmm. And we know money doesn't come easy. Right. You know, right. so. Well, yeah. I appreciate it, Delicia. Oh, if we got any more questions, you're welcome to message uh, us at send an email to money Mondays at artistkeith.com. I'll forward anything that you need to Delitra Hudson. Again, go out and buy her, her book. It's called Hashtag, Hashtag Boss, Boss Moms. Moms. And, uh, and that's her third book. So she has two children's books. So. Yeah, we started writing books around the same time. So, uh, but thank you for uh, for checking us out. And uh, again, Money Mondays, check us out, and we will post this. We'll also share it on uh, JP's UnheardMedia.biz, and you can also follow JP at Only One JP CEO on Instagram, and you can follow me at Artist Keith on Facebook. Share this with your friends, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in. If you got any questions, shoot them over to us. Awesome. Bye. Bye, everybody. Hi, this is Artist Keith, and I want to thank you for listening to Money Mondays with Artist Keith. also want to encourage you to download our podcast at Podbeam and follow us on social media. If you have any questions or you have any ideas, please reach out to us at MoneyMondays at ArtistKeith.com. Thank you again for listening, and I hope Money Mondays has been a great help to your financial goals.